Welcome everybody to another episode of the Leave Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, John Morgan Jr. Um, before we get into who our wonderful guest is for the day, I want to just say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Everybody who has been supporting the merch and the apparel. Thank you. I appreciate that. I never take that for granted. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that. You know, it's been a lot of organic love. You know, a lot of people sending me their pics and their hoodies and their t-shirts and things like that all the time. Like I said, I never take that for granted. Um, I appreciate that. It's been very organic. It's been very authentic. Um, and, you know, we're just going to continue to build this thing, but I cannot build it without the people who support. So thank you. You know what I'm saying? I want to start start there first. Um, for those of you who are new to the space of the Leah Purpose Podcast, um, the space is, you know, this this is a place where we have organic and authentic conversations with individuals. We want to be able to have conversations with entrepreneurs ultimately because we want to be able to inspire, motivate, and, you know, uplift the consciousness of people. That's what we're here to do. Um, and we believe that one of the purest forms of being able to do that is by having great conversation. I know we in the in the in the tech technology age, but you know, good old fashioned talking is never gonna die. Um, especially in the age of the pandemic when your audio streams is through the roof. So, um, without further ado, man, we're gonna get into who our our wonderful guest is for today. I'm so I'm I'm excited about this conversation for a variety of different reasons. Number one, he spun us last week. You know what I'm saying? But he he's he's here today. Um we have we have the 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 head coach of St. Vincent St. Mary, um, Coach Drew Joyce. He is a six time state champion as a head coach, too, as an assistant. Um he's also the CEO and founder of the Drew Joyce Classic AAU tournament here in Ohio. Coach Drew, what's happening with you, man? Thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me. And hey, you know, you're not gonna let me let me live down. <laughs> no, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wrap. Don't worry. It's, listen, we gonna we gonna get into it, man. It's stuff that you don't let me live down either, man. So we go we gonna get into all of that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's all good, man. Again, man, thank you for coming, man. I'm I'm very excited to have you on. Um, like like I was telling you before we started, um, I want to get into your story a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and part of my process in doing these i do research okay um i read your book beyond championships i was aware that you wrote this book but i had no idea what to expect when i when i read it okay um and like the first two chapters i was like okay he's getting into some real stuff on this book like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he's really being vulnerable and like transparent um and i appreciated that so like i want to start at the very beginning of your story, mm-hmm. East Liverpool. Yes. Like, what was it like for you growing up in East Liverpool, late sixties, early seventies? Like, what was what was that time frame like? In hindsight, looking back on it, what was it like? You know, growing up for you back then? Uh, small town, small town. You know, uh, uh, you know, very humble beginnings. You know, I I lived uh, basically uh, with a lot of my family. You know, they, you know, dirt road. My cousins lived across the street my other cousins live up the hill so yeah. a lot of cousins around and uh you know uh we were you know as all cities you got your little pocket of black folk on one area and you know that's how it was on our area and then there was a, a larger pocket of black folk on the other side of town but you know it was a it was it was a good life uh I didn't understand honestly uh you know how uh, poor we were yeah, yeah. <laughs> until uh, you know I, because I never wanted for anything. There was mm-hmm. a lot of love in the house. Yeah. We we lived in you know the uh, you know the I guess house that you know you know the family was big. You know I lived. My grandmother was there. I, my uncle lived in the house, and yeah. you know so it was extended family. And 
you know, it's just a lot of love, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of love. And uh, so uh, as far as growing up in a small town, you know, it, it, it was, it, it, you kind of uh, didn't appreciate it early on, you know, because uh, when I would go to, uh, my sister lived in New York City, and, and or when I would go anywhere around, I would try to, you know, say I live somewhere else. Or right. I, I lived the, the next biggest city. Yeah, I, used to, yeah, yeah. I went to college. I was saying, oh, I, I live in Youngstown. So, you know, <laughs> and then they, people said, wait a minute. No, they ain't, they ain't yeah, nowhere yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, So, But uh, the one thing that I appreciate about it now that I'm, uh, I'm older and I can look back and see uh, what was good about it is that being in a small town, it was, uh, you know, everybody went to the same schools, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. it wasn't a whole lot of, you know, uh, you know, I guess segregation or, but I got taught the same way all the rich kids in our town got taught. So it was about, uh, you know, understanding, uh, just uh, having that, uh, that willingness, that desire to learn and to, to grow. So uh, it, as I got to college, I recognized that, oh, wow, you know, okay, uh, I'm prepared, maybe a little bit more than somebody who had a different experience. And it was all because of a, a, that small town. So, uh, but, you know, uh, all in all, it was good. I, you know, you know, sports were everything for us back then, you know, it was all for me, it was football and I ran track and that's, that's how, you know, you kind of, you know, you got your little rep in the, in the, in the community and that's what we yeah. did. How far is East Liverpool from Akron? Uh, about, oh, I don't know, miles, about an hour and 20 minutes. Where, where is it? Like, yeah, what, what? It's a little small town, if you can envision, in, uh, it's the first city in Ohio on the Ohio River. Okay. So it's in the corner of Pennsylvania, yeah. West Virginia, and Ohio. So yeah, that's that's where it is, and uh, you know, uh, not much left there anymore. At right. one time, years and years ago, long before even me, it was the pottery center of America. Mm. All the plates and dishes and pottery. Mm. When I grew up, when I was a young kid, there was twenty or thirty potteries uh, in the area. So that's all the that was that the was the local economy yeah, of, sure. of, the, of the town. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you know a lot of people who kind of worked in the in in the pottery industry? I guess like well, is that what the families and everybody everybody did during yeah, that time. Some of them, and then you know there was steel mills too. So that those okay. were the two main, and uh, you know so that's that's kind of how that worked. Yeah, out. yeah. So man, we. We coming off of like one of the most historical years in uh, of the, of the, pan, the, the pandemic mm -hmm. in itself. Um, all of the the eyes on the social injustices that's been going on. It's just been an unforgettable year, you know. Even when I ask my elders, you know, my grandparents, or you know, people who've experienced much more life than I have, I'm like, man, have you seen anything like this? Nobody can compare the year 2020 to anything. Um, and I know for myself, I learned a lot about myself in the year 2020. So, like, for you, man, what did you learn about yourself spiritually and mentally and just, like, emotionally, just just about yourself as an individual? What did you learn about yourself coming off that crazy year? Uh, well, you know, uh, for me, it, it uh, really uh, helped me to understand, the, you know, how much family means and how much time, how, how crucial time is because, you know, time is something that you, you can never get back, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, what we did as a family, uh, especially during the, you know, the, the lockdown part of it early, you know, last March and April, mm. uh, we just every weekend, you know, my sons and, and their wives and my grandkids, and they would all come to the house and, uh, you know, we had we cooked meals <laughs> right. together. We had a lot of good time. And then my daughters who live out of state, 
we would do stuff while we call on the, you know, or do a Zoom, to yeah. do, do a Zoom. And, you know, we might play a game of category or something right. over, you know, uh, the different families uh, getting together. Yeah. But it, uh, so uh, for me, it was an opportunity uh, to, to just understand how important those, those moments are that sometimes, you know, uh, we we allow to just get get biased, you know. Yeah. We're, we we're caught up. We're mm-hmm. caught up in uh the you know the hustle, the bustle. You know, I, I call it the tyranny of the urgent. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. That life is, and mm-hmm. uh, but in, in that moment, it slowed everything down, and it slowed everything down so that uh, you know you, you you had to take a a moment, and uh, we tried to make the best of it. So uh, you know, uh, as, as from. Uh, when you go beyond that, uh, you know, you, you, you just recognize, uh, you know, uh, again, those, those moments. I had a, you know, I'm the, I'm the high school basketball coach, and for my, for my team, it was a, an opportunity to, to, to talk to them and help them understand that, you know, how precious life can be. And, yeah. and you know, hey, we're experiencing something hey, that none of us expected, but, you know, uh, you need to, uh, recognize and uh, and understand that that uh, this is uh, this is a this is this is special. This is a, this these moments are are special, and uh, you know uh, don't take anything for granted because you you know hey nothing nothing is guaranteed, nothing is promised. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's hard for young people to grasp that concept, right? No, oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, most of y'all got you know the Superman complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, that's they, a fact. Yeah, you know, like hey, uh, you know, there's one thing that. I've done with my players to kind of give them an idea how important time is for me, you know, and it's something that was shared with me years ago. Uh, uh, I just pull out, you know, sometimes kids, you know, in your uh, generation, they're a lot more visual. Mm -hmm. So I just take out a, you know, a tape measure Mm -hmm. and I put it out there, you know, 74, 75, even 84 inches. And Mm -hmm. I say, look, look, okay, this is. Uh, your life mm. y'all over here at 17 18 inches yeah i'm over here at 65 <laughs> right right at life expectancy yeah. over here 75 76 78 mm-hmm. y'all can understand right hey you know even if i have a good life yeah that hit a, little a long different. life yeah, yeah, yeah you know hey these moments are important to me don't mm-hmm. waste my time mm-hmm. because you think you got a lot now even with you it, it, none of that is promised, but you know it, it gives them that visual. You could just see some of the kids, uh, some of my players, their eyes open up like, "Wow, okay." They start to they start to grasp this thing, and I I tell them, "Hey, I'm on the downside, mm-hmm. and I understand that, so I'm not I'm, I'm not about wa- I'm not about wasting any time." Yeah, yeah, that's that's so that's so profound because like f- for me, um, I had my first child beginning literally a week and a half before the pandemic hit, so like. Normally, if we would have had a child, like I would have went right back to work after we got got him home. Yeah. But luckily, I was blessed to be able to still be able to provide service virtually, so mm-hmm. I was able to be home mm-hmm. and like I was able to see my kid literally grow mm-hmm. every day and right. see him develop every day. That was something I would have never had the opportunity to do. Um, my mother also transitioned in yeah. in in 2020, so like here I am, one of the most celebratory times in in life, but also. I'm dealing with you know one of the sure. biggest griefs yes. as well. So yes. it was such a it was such an interesting dichotomy. Um, but what I learned and what I took the most from that year, and I'm still continuing to accept, is like time don't stop. No, like it don't matter what happened. Time is going to keep going. Yeah. And like yes, as I get older and you know just understand things a little bit more, it's, it's so cliche to say, mm-hmm. but it's it's so, it's so real. Yeah, you know there's a. 
another thing that I talk about with my players, uh, and, I, and I'm probably going to get the math wrong, but I asked him, and I said, if you have $144,000 mm-hmm. and you had and you got to spend it yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Right? 86400 yeah, yeah, that's, that's the equation. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. I tell them, you know, what would you do with it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you know, they want to do this. They, well, you know, they want to buy this. They want, I said, but you can't save any of it. You can't put any of it away. You got to save it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, then we talk about, okay, what I'm talking to, telling, talking to y'all about is time. Right. And that's how important the time is because right. that, those are the seconds. You can't get it all that's back. That's right. Yes. And you can always get some money back. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when, you, when, you, when you compare those two, that money going to go. But this time, you ain't going back. <laughs> no, ain't no nah. rewind button. Hey, nah. it's, it's, it's none of that as in much, here. Hey, as much as, hey, we like one <laughs> right. where you get to buy it. It's like, a wrap. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. It's, it, it, it's, it's a wrap. Um, again, man, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this book. Um, one of my favorite chapters was chapter two, um, Decisions Create Environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that if decisions create environment, then what creates our decisions? It's our intentions, and our intentions are our why. Um, I, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, looking back again in, in hindsight, what are some of the decisions that you've seen your parents or just people that was around you that you look back on now? You're like, dang, like, seeing that now or seeing that then and understanding it now, I'm really grateful for that. Like, oh. is there anything that you can think back of on? Oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> uh, specifically, you know, uh, you know, hey, I grew up, like I said, pretty humble beginnings and, you know, uh, but my mother always talked about you going to go to college. No one in my family ever graduated from college. Yeah. My parents never graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was about college. So, you know, I do my first year of college, and, you know, I come home, and all my boys who didn't go to school, you know, they they, they working in the steel mill. They got money. Yeah. They, you know, they driving cars. You know, I got two or three pair of blue jeans, and, you know, I'm looking at them like, wow. Right. So I get a little summer job at uh, – at the steel mill mm-hmm. and I'm like wow I ain't, I ain't ever seen this kind of money you yeah, know so yeah. I, I had a little easy job too I wasn't you know I wasn't really doing nothing mm-hmm. I'm like you get paid like this and you I'm hardly working I and uh you know my mother just said no nah, and I'm like I, I'm I'm not going back no she was <laughs> like no nah, this is you don't understand you're going to go back you're going to you're going to do this and you know I, I you know I, I wanted to say no you know and uh, and uh you know I had a good friend who was uh, a couple years ahead of me. We played football together. And, you know, uh, he, he was going to school, and he said, what are you talking about? you got to go back and finish. I'm like, right. no, man, look at look right, our I'm, – I'm making bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making this money. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine, yeah. you know. Because mm-hmm. hey, uh, anyway, my mother said, hey, hey, this is how it's going to be here, mm-hmm. and sent me back to school. I transferred and went back to school. Two years later, all the steel mills closed down. All my friends, they they out of work. They ain't got nothing to do. I'm looking back on them now, and I'm like, wow, you know. Uh, but in, in that moment, I could have resisted. I could have fought. But, uh, I, I, you know, hey, my mom was, you know, she was that, she was that forceful. And, I, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, I'm glad. I'm glad she, she didn't say, throw up her hand and say, do what you want to do. She yeah. said, no, 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 this is how this is going to be. Uh, I, you know, she was like, that was her dream for me. And uh, I'm I'm happy that she had that dream for me because I didn't have it for myself in that yeah, moment. I yeah. couldn't see it. Yeah, and that's what and that's what wisdom is about, right? Like yes. you know, what I'm saying it's for people to see things that you necessarily can't see for yourself. For sure, for yeah. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 amazing for real. Um, again, man, like one of the things that I really appreciated in this book, and it was early on, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this guy is really being vulnerable. You know, what I'm saying in this book, like you said some stuff in there, I'm like. 
I wonder if people really know what he's putting in this book. Because I think that what people would like, like they say, you never judge a book by its cover. Right. People going to probably think it's just about hooping. It's about, yeah. about Brian, St. V, yada, 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 yada. But you were really digging deep on a lot of your, you know, your, your, your experiences. Um, and one of the things that you touched on in the book, man, you, you grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and you enjoyed church as a kid. Right. And you had an experience as a child, man, when somebody made an inappropriate comment yeah. to you. And they kind of like... It changed the trajectory of your experience there. Right. Um, and I want to, like, one of the things that I do here on the podcast, too, man, is really try to, like, you know, be intentional about mental health, healing, mm-hmm. being intentional about doing a lot of self-reflective work. Um, at any point in time, man, did you ever do anything to, like, be intentional about healing from that traumatic experience as a kid? You know, uh, honestly, you know, I was, a, you know, as about... I was probably about 15, 16. You know, no, I, I was driving because I drove my pastor to this uh, event. So mm-hmm. I was 16. And, you know, uh, the comment was just outside, you know, yeah. you know, this other pastor made. I'm thinking, wow, this is a pastor making this kind of comment. And I'm like, so it, it kind of took me back. And, kinda, you know, I, 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 for a long time, I was like, hey, uh, I don't need, uh, I don't need this. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need, the, the, you know, uh, to be involved with, uh, with, with this. And so, uh, but, what happened is, honestly, uh, I went to college, and as I, you know, uh, started going, uh, I run into, I had some friends who were very spiritual and, you know, uh, honestly uh, got me involved in some, just some books that we were reading, and, uh, you know, I started reading the scripture a little bit more and trying to understand it for myself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I began to recognize that, you know, uh, you know, that, that you know, Sin is missing the mark. That's the, that's the definition, mm-hmm. and that 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 what happened back then was a, somebody missing the mark. They mm-hmm. didn't understand how their comment, you know, what what it meant. They thought it was, uh, you know, I, I would, you know, I would feel good about the comment. And I'm yeah. like, no, but you know, so uh, I guess I, you know, I didn't necessarily have any, uh, I guess, clinical help or professional help. It was just. Other brothers, uh, this was other brother. Uh, we were a group of brothers. We were, you know, started reading spiritual literature, and uh, it helped me to, uh, to to begin to see uh, life and to understand who God is in a different way. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it uh, you know, the it became real for me. Mm-hmm. I, I I began to take ownership mm-hmm. of this walk. Mm-hmm. You know, this journey. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I understood it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just those stories that you were told as a kid. Yeah. It was now it became a, a, a yeah. real understanding of the journey. And, it's, and it sounds like God and the Creator showed up for you in community form. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, man, like, <laughs> I resonated with your experience when you, you know, fresh out of high school in OU. <laughs> you even say, you like, man, I ain't have sports to keep me grounded no more, uh-huh. so you start wilding out a little hey, bit. Oh, yeah. When I'm reading it, I'm, li- I'm literally, like, having flashbacks <laughs> of myself, 19, like, I was I was doing crazy stuff. Like, yes. st- I'm like, I'm, mm-hmm. I was literally, like, I would go into a, a college course. I would go into a class. The class is 50 minutes. I go in 40 minutes late, sign my name, walking out. I'm going to kick it with girls, smoking weed, doing all type of stuff I have no business doing. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, I'm living. I'm young. I'm on my own. Yeah. Um, and to hear your experience, I'm I'm literally reading the page. I'm laughing. I'm like, man, I'm like, this is so funny because 
we different generations, but it's all it's the same. Yes. you know, you know, you know, it's all about growing up, and you know, in those in those moments in life, you know, uh, hey, let's be real about it. you. You try to understand who you are, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes you you put on a different costume, yep. kind of wear it for a little while, and that don't work. You then you try another one, and you know, and in that moment, uh, that's where I was at. You know, uh, I I didn't have like I said, didn't have sports that wasn't. You know, I, that costume was gone now. Mm-hmm. So I threw on these other ones and, and tried to live them out. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, it, it was fun for a minute, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing for a lifetime. Yeah. And, uh, at, uh, and as, a, as I got to my senior year, I'm looking around at college and all my boys, is, they, they gone. Yeah. You know, they out. You know, <laughs> right, right. I looked, I said, I, I, I got to finish this yeah, thing. Yeah. But, you know, that life uh, that I was involved in was still there. It was big, and uh, and I, I recognized that I needed something. I needed something to help ground me. Something that I could, you know, honestly become more responsible about. And uh, you know, a uh, what I decided. And it's so funny. I say I decided, <laughs> but I, I felt like I'm gonna get married. I, you yeah. know, I have my wife, and she's been with me to these days. But to the, to this day, but. Uh, back then, we were had a little bit of a long distance relationship, and um, you know, because she went to, uh, we met at OU. The next year, she didn't come back, so for the next two years, it was kind of, you know, year and a half, two years, kind of a long distance thing. But you know, hey, I wasn't, you know, very faithful, and yeah. uh, you know, sent her through a whole bunch of nonsense. And but at at, at that moment, you know, I had no clue I, what what was right. You know, I, all I was thinking about was me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was caught up in. You, you proposed know, through a letter, man. Yeah, yeah, I did. Come, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, hey, hey, at that moment, hey. <laughs> it felt right. Hey, it felt right. It felt right. <laughs> you know, and the crazy thing about it is, you know, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I was so, you know, because, hey, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. That's how and, you was into me back then, right, though. Right, hey, and she was. You know, hey, I was on the outs. She was trying to, you know, hey, you I she had, yeah, she was going for the jugular. Right. You tried to do whatever you could. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she was had enough of me. Right, right. So I'm trying to win her back. Right. So hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I was writing, I'm writing, hey, and I just said, hey, I, I, I want to do this. Yeah. And at first, you know, hey, 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 uh, she didn't write back. Mm-hmm. She didn't write back and say, yeah, you know, uh, I accept. You know, <laughs> right, right. She left me hanging out there, but I, hey, I, I just, you know, hey, I believe like this. Anything else, anything in life, you know, and I, I understand this more today than I even did back then. That hey, there need, you need to be persistent about some things. I was persistent, mm-hmm. and you know, I was, you know, persistent, and you know, I, 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 I made, we made up, and then you know, I just made her understand that hey, I'm gonna be good about this. Mm-hmm. You know, we gonna we gonna make this thing work and. Hey, we're 42 years in with four raised, uh, four of our children, seven grandchildren, all of our kids. <laughs> hey, it, it worked out, and yeah. uh, you know we we have a great relationship, and uh, you know she is she is the 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 you know in, in, well hey in the book uh, I dedicate the book to her, mm-hmm. and I just say in the book that you know uh, in the book I, this is that book is dedicated to you and. Yeah, I told her that she probably would have done w- really well in life mm-hmm. uh, without me, mm-hmm. but I couldn't have done anything without her. Right, right, right. Man, it's like the messaging that you were just talking about, like, you know, so many of us as young people, we do have sports to, like, ground us for so long. Mm-hmm. And 
as you know, not a lot of kids end up going to that next level. You know what I'm saying? After after high school. Mm-hmm. And so many of us fall into that, you know, in, in, into the motions of trying to figure it out, trying to figure exactly. out who you are. Exactly. How much of your how much of your like messaging and tutelage today do you share that with your kids, like your your players and stuff is like, listen, some of y'all like the reality is some of y'all not gonna make it. Yeah, hey, I tell them all the time, hey, the ball's gonna stop bouncing. Yeah. Hey, let's be real about it. I, I give them, hey, we try to do with the numbers. I say, look, y'all talking about you won't be a Division One college basketball player. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, here's the real numbers. There's 355 Division One schools, 13 scholarships. Yeah. That's a little over 4,500 scholarships for the world. Yeah, yeah, that ain't a big world. number. Yeah. Right. I yeah. say, now, how many people play high school basketball? 10 million, maybe. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. so look at that. You know, understand this. So, you know, you you got to understand the that it's not about, I don't want to take anyone's dream away. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's not what I'm trying to make them understand. I'm trying to make them understand that don't don't sacrifice certain parts of your life because you, you know, and you only have one option. Mm-hmm. You know, bad mm-hmm. decisions limit your options. Make mm-hmm. some good decisions about this thing. So the good decision is, okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh Get, do my schoolwork. It's not about, you know, I understand and I tell them, hey, I get it. Some of the stuff you're learning isn't going ever, you're never going to use it again. Mm-hmm. But it's about teaching you how to think, how to solve a problem, uh, you know, understanding how to read. I tell them, readers are leaders. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to read something. Mm-hmm. Hey, I tell, hey, as far as, you know, my pastor shared with this with, with us years ago, uh, they say, you want to hide something from a black person, put, put it in, in a book. book. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, put yeah, it in. yeah. So, yeah. hey, so, you know, the, the, the knowledge that's there is, 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 is more important. So understand, get the knowledge, get the under, understanding. So, yeah, we talk about those things and, uh, and how, you know, how important it is for them to, to have a, a, not so much a, a secondary path, but have a greater path. Right. So that when, when the ball stops bouncing, you're not you're not out here looking like wow what's left yeah and, and, and you know and and hey for me I was wow what's left and I almost went down the wrong path because yeah. you you know there was all those other you know there was a whole lot of influences out there that you know I'm trying to yeah you know how it is you young you want a little bit of a rep for yourself yeah. you're trying to do some things and yeah. hey, like growing up that was all sports now I lose the sports and I'm gonna try to do something else. There was some dumb stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so much of our identity is wrapped up in that and trying yeah. to survive, man. Mm-hmm. And that we not really, when you're surviving, you're not really able to prepare. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when life throws a curve at you, you get to just like you know yeah. trying to do anything. Um. And yeah, again, man. So so many of us find ourselves in those situations. Right. Of, you know, I've never grown. You know, I tell the kids. I, I said, growing up, I'm, I'm in my sixties. I said, I've I've met a lot of people. I've never met anyone who, who you know, just decided I want to be a criminal. Yeah, yeah I, it don't or, work like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I've never met someone who said, I, you know, I want to spend my life in jail. Yeah, I, I just never met someone who, who thought like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. now, I'm not saying any. I, I never met anyone. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of people. So, but I've met people who are, who've gone down that road, and it's all because there was no plan. You got to yeah. have a plan. You got to have some kind of a plan. And now the plan isn't going to always work like you want it to work, but you still got to be involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Have the plan. Yeah. And, if the, and, be, and be flexible with the plan and understand that the plan isn't going to look like you want it to look. So you don't give up on it. You have to understand there's going to be some curves. There's going to be some bumps. There's going to be some valleys and, and some, and some, and some uh, mountaintops. But stay with the plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's that's so important. That that that's that's so so important, man. Like, and one one when, as you were speaking, one of the things that I thought about offhand is like I heard Kobe say one time. He said that 
you know, everybody looks at the dream as looking at the result. But the dream is really in the process. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. of what you just named, which is the the ups and the downs, the stuff that you can't control, the stuff that you you in it, you like, mm-hmm. man, this sucks. Like, I, why yeah. is it going this way? Mm-hmm. But then you continue to go through that process, you're going to be able to look back on it and be like, dang, I, I needed that. Like, there's yeah. no way it would have worked out if I wouldn't have went through this right. and that. You know what? Uh, and I, I, I like reading... You know, as I, I've said a couple of times, mm-hmm. you, when you read most people's lives or you hear a story about someone's life, there's always those moments. Yep. There's always those defining moments yep. where, where, where that struggle, you know, the, you know, it, it hits them, and 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 a lot, it hits all of us, and so many people don't make it through. Yeah. They, you know, and then they end up, you know, doing something just to survive instead of. You know, doing something that they love, doing something that, you know, is going to grow them, it's going to help them. You know, it's like when we were talking before you got on there, just like you're saying, this has been a dream of yours. And, you know, the fact that, you know, uh, you know, you've got other responsibilities and you're handling those, but this is still a dream. Mm -hmm. And you and you you've worked it out Mm -hmm. so that now. It's, it's becoming real yeah. and because, you know, uh, you, you've stepped out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, when, you know, I, I, I started coaching, uh, you know, and this th- coaching thing started taking off. And I realized that way back in high school, that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to be a football coach. Yeah. I was going to be a, a history teacher and a football coach. That's because I had a, a my, one of my coaches – I love love the brother, and he was a young brother just out of college. And we, you know, hey, he had, hey, uh, back then he had a nice car. All, I can right, see, right, his, right. you know, he had he got, a, it, he got he, it going he, on. Yeah, right. yeah, he doing the same. Anyway, I, you know, got involved. Uh, I graduate from school. We get married. Uh, I get a job, and I'm not coaching. But then the coaching thing, I have an opportunity to coach my son, and it, you know, I'm starting to enjoy this. I, there was, I, I said many times that. You know, I was in sales, and it was a great, hey, it was a great life, and you know, provided us uh, my first two, da- uh, my older two daughters through college, and uh, but uh, there was times when I I would pull up in the driveway and I would ask myself, what have you done today that mm. really matters? Mm. Mm. And I couldn't, I couldn't come to, I couldn't feel good about anything. I'm selling. Food. I was in consumer sales. I'm selling food. I hunt tomato sauce, Western oil. I'm like. But what have you done that really matters? Mm. And then that night, later on that night, we put all the kids. I put all the kids in the van, and we drive up to Cleveland for a basketball practice. And you know, now I'm I'm feeling like, oh, okay, this is this is important. This is good. And you know, so and as that went on, and then um, you know, we have the success that honestly. Uh, you know, people look at, at it and they think, "Hey, you were lucky. You had, you know, you know, LeBron James." And and hey, I, I don't know whether I was lucky. I just look at it like it was just, "Hey, I had an opportunity to be involved with some young men, and I took that opportunity and I ran with it." I didn't know LeBron was going to be the best player on the planet. Right at that point, he was a ten-year-old. Right. Yeah. right. My son was eleven. They right. were they were ten and eleven years old, and they, and they grew up and they grew up together. And you know, but. Um, as this, as the thing rolled on, and you know now uh, I, I I get the opportunity to become a high school coach, and I'm like, wow, this is this is getting bigger than I even thought. And then now I become the head coach, yeah. and we win a national championship. And uh, you know, one day it's so funny. Uh, I th- you know, uh, my boss, the brother uh, who was my boss, he he calls me up. He says, Drew, man. He says, you know, 
the president of the company just called me and said, what is Drew doing on the front of USA Today? You know, with, yeah. you know, because it had a picture of Braun, but I'm on the sideline. Right. I'm on the front cover right. of USA Today. And, you know, he's like, what's going on? Oh, and, he didn't even know you was a coach. You no, know, they, didn't, they didn't know I was coaching. <laughs> they didn't know I was coaching. So, wow. you know, and uh, so bottom line is, you know, they asked me about it. I said, hey, I'm doing it after work, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. And, you know, but, you know, ain't not too many companies want their key account manager. I had risen up in the company now, and I'm the key account manager. They yeah. don't want them doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but there was a moment in that they basically, and I, you know, honestly, I got to be honest with, my, with you and, mm -hmm. and honest with myself first. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was going through the motion with the job. Mm -hmm. I was just going, you know, because my heart was with the coaching. I was going, I'd get it done, but I wasn't putting my all into it like I had earlier in my career. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, they recognized it. I probably, I recognized it. I didn't want to recognize it. Yeah. So they were going, uh, I, you know, I talk about them putting me out the pasture. Yeah. They were going, I was calling on this a major account, Giant Eagle Supermarkets, which is in Pittsburgh. That was, you know, $15 million account. And they going, they pulled me out. Uh, they're going to take me out of the account. They're going to have me drive to Syracuse, New York once a week. Uh, to call an account that had been chapter 11 twice. Mm. And I'm like, mm. wow. You know, but in that moment, in that meeting, because, you know, uh, uh, I'm Drew's a freshman uh, in high school. Cameron, yeah. at that moment, Cameron was a, a sophomore, yeah. a freshman in, yeah. in high school. In high school yeah. Drew's a freshman in college. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I, you know, and, and they say, well, this is what, this is, the, the, hey, this is your options. Mm. You're going to drive to Syracuse or, mm. uh, you know, and in that moment, my mouth said yes. I said, yeah, I couldn't see about it. I got in the car, John, and I called my wife, and I said, uh, this is what they want me to do. And I said, hey, uh, my mouth said yes, but my heart's saying no. Mm. Mm. And uh, she said, let's talk about it. So I go home. We talk about it. We stayed up all night, you know, understanding that, hey, let's, let's, let's take this. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take this. We, 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 you know how it is. You always want to talk about faith and, you know, Christendom. You know, they go, oh, I believe in God. I got faith. Yeah, it's different you know? to live it, though. Yeah, yeah. so we, we decided, we, hey, we're going, we're going to take this faith walk. And uh, without a job that, you know, I had some ideas about what I might want to do, yeah. without a job, I, I walked away from that company. And, uh, you know, and that was, that was 2005. And hey, we had just built a house. Yeah. Just bought my wife a yeah. luxury vehicle. Yeah. And uh, so you needed the money. <laughs> it, needed, it wasn't like we didn't. <laughs> right. But we right. never missed a house payment. Uh, now the house is paid off. Um, and it worked out better than you could imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all because, all because in that moment, we 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 trusted what we what we said we believed. Mm -hmm. We stepped out on faith. It wasn't easy, and you know, but you know. Through it all, my wife was she 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 supported it because yeah. and that was that was big because even in and there was times when I might well trying to figure it out what we were going to do how we were going to make it she was just that support she always had those words that I needed to hear yeah you 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 spoke to this uh, uh, on a few different occasions is that like you know number one you guys did step out on faith mm -hmm. um but but still the anxiety about and the the uncertainty of like, man, I'm doing something, I'm going through the motions, but I'm not fulfilled. Like, I would imagine, and granted, I'm resonating with that because some of that is just currently going on, you know, I'm experiencing that mm -hmm. today. Um, even though at some points in time, I do 
feel fulfilled mm-hmm. with what I got going on. Sure. But I would imagine that the majority of us feel like that at some point in time, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the way that this society has been set up, man, you have to survive. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and the majority of us, when you again, like we said earlier, when you was trying to survive, you're not really considering doing something that's fulfilling. So, right. like, speak to, like, yes, yeah, stepping out on that faith and, like, you know, the fear of, Man, I just don't know if this I don't know if this is gonna work right. over here. You know, yeah. I know what this equates to at the end of the day when I show up here. So like speak speak to that a little right. bit. Uh, well, you know, hey, there were some certain things that I had to do. You know, once we once we you know, we we decided we we're gonna take this faith walk, uh, you know, I had some mantras that, you know, I just said, you know, all the day, I'm not going back to corporate America. That was one of the things I was saying. I'm not going back to corporate America. I'm gonna, we're going to figure this out. I'm not going back to corporate America. Mm. Uh, we want to build something of our own. We want to become an entrepreneur. I'm not going back to cor- corporate America. Uh, my friends, I had a lot of coworkers who were friends. And they... You said you cut them off. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. I had to because it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, because I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. It was because... You know, they cared about me. Mm-hmm. and But, you know, as Scripture said, he who puts his hand to the plowshare and looks back isn't fit for the kingdom. That's mm-hmm. how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. I can't look back. And, and, and continue in that relationship with them, I'd have kept looking back. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't look back. So mm-hmm. I cut them off and, uh, you know, uh, just started, you know, uh, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you, you speak your reality into existence, that words are powerful, that, you know, and that it, you 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 know that that everything starts with a thought, and then the thought you know you got to verbalize, you got to say it. And we you know we just started saying, hey, we're hey, well, I'm not going back to corporate America. We're going we're going to build a business. I didn't know what the business was going to be at that time. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, but those are some of the things. And you know um, how the business started. I went to a, a high a, my Drew's first college game, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, we just played all over the country as a high school team and beat everybody. Yeah. I go, he playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati got three kids from Texas on their roster and only one kid from Ohio. I'm like, wait a minute, Ohio basketball better than that. Yeah. 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 So why, you know, what, what's going on? And, and I asked a guy and he said, well, you know, you need to be able to, you need a, a politician to make this stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. long story short, all those things, all those things happen, you know, uh, and it, it just, it just show, I mean, it's it's so it was so impressive how the creator put all you know allowed all those things to happen things I thought I'm I'm working Jordan's camp and I'm thinking that I'm out there because they're going to show me how to do a camp for LeBron well that happened but they tried to they, Nike guys they they didn't want me doing they didn't yeah. want they were making all the money on Jordan's camp they were trying to cut me out of making any money on Bron's camp so but. It, the reality was I met a guy out there uh, who uh, was a high school basketball coach, <laughs> and he was president of the Ohio Coaches Association. And before the commissioner of the Ohio High School Athletic, Associ- uh, Athletic Association would approve me doing the tournament, I had to get the approval from the Coaches Association. Right. <laughs> and when you know, and it's funny, uh, you know, we had this the, how all that meeting happened, and I'm in there with the uh, the speaker pro tem from the House of Representatives, and. He, asked, he says, Drew, what are we going to do now? And I said, well, I think I know the guy. Mm. And I called him up. I told him what I want to do. He says, Drew, I'm not the president anymore of the coaches. But they listened to me. Mm-hmm. They approved it. 
uh, then we, you know, hey, we got the approval. We've been doing the event now for 16, 17 years, and it's been great. If you ever want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that that's so cool. But you you also dealt with a little bit of, like, fear and anxiety when oh. you initially oh, accepted sure. the same V job, too. Oh. Because you, because, again, reading, and, it, and it's so crazy with reading the book as well because, like, I was, uh, I was there during that <laughs> era. So, like, yeah. when you said that, you know, listen, Y'all had just, they had just came off winning. State championship. Back to back. Back to back. That, that pressure coming into that junior year was crazy. Right. So you was, you were really questioning if you even want to take the job. Well, you know, honestly, I'm, hey, I'm, my wife and I, we're out looking at houses, you know, she take me to the, you know, they used to have that dream house thing, you know, you go around. Yeah, we yeah. were looking at houses and doing all that good stuff. And I'm not thinking about nothing about, I'm, I'm the assistant coach. A reporter calls you and says, hey, Drew. Uh, Keith just accepted the job at uh, Akron U. Uh, are you going to take the kids and leave? And I'm like, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm not going to answer that question. So I get home. Keith Danbrock calls me and says, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm taking the job. I want you to take over as the, as the head coach. And in that moment, I said, no, I'm not mm. ready. Mm. And, you know, it's one of those kind of things that, you know, I just – I didn't – I saw – how bright the star was for those guys. Not just LeBron, but Drew, Romeo, she, all of yeah. them. I saw how bright it was. And, you know, we, you know, I, I felt like, wow, I'm not, hey, I never played high school basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a football guy. I, you know, I never played high school basketball. And I've learned because I wanted to learn. And I'm, that's who I am. I'm going to learn. But I felt like I wasn't ready. And my wife, again, in those moments, you know, you, you need that person who can really speak into you. And she's been that person for me. She said, how can you say no? Mm. This is God, you know, this is God saying, uh, honoring you for all those years of you driving up and down the highway with all that, with that group of guys. Yeah. And I, those were the words I needed to hear. I needed to hear that. And so then I, I took the job fully understanding that if we won, it was going to be because they were Keith's kids. And if we lost, it was on you. It was on me. Yeah. And what did we do that first year? We lost. <laughs> Man, I remember watching that game yeah. start to finish. Mm -hmm. We were in the eighth grade. Yes. You know what I'm saying? At that time. And like again, man, that was I remember that like being around during that time. And I remember watching that game and like Man, they about to blow these boys out. Yeah, we beat them earlier in the season by seventeen, and mm -hmm. and what's it's crazy because I had I had Rome on the podcast early earlier last yeah. year, mm -hmm. and he spoke to it. He was like, "Man, you know, we wasn't focused. Like we was kicking it the night before. Like you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it was. We right. just knew we had it in the bag. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you know to hear you talk about the story, man, it, it's no way y'all should have lost that. But yeah. but but in hindsight, looking back on it. It had to add fuel to the fire going into the next year. Like looking back on it, how much it, how hard was that loss? But how oh. important was that loss? Uh, it was extremely hard because I had to, uh, I had to come to terms with it that it it was it was on me. Mm. You know, it was on me. I had like as Rome said, they was kicking. I had lost control of the team. I had gotten caught up in the the glitz and the glamour too. Mm. I was like, hey, hey, you know, they walking around kissing babies and, you know, taking pictures and all that. And I had gotten caught up in the winning and losing and kind of forgot what was most important. And, and you know, and, hey, in that game, uh, you know, we did some things that, you know, could have won. But bottom line is I, I had lost control of the team. You know, uh, not that they were, uh, you know, uh, 
that bad kids. But like you said, I didn't know. I'm I was sick the night before. Right. In the bed, sick of the, before the game. They out, like Rome said, they out. Rome left the hotel. I find out years later. He 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 was definitely out yeah, kicking. Rome, Rome said, man, we was yeah. we, there's no way we was prepared to play a game, state championship game. No, the next day. you know, and but you know, and so it was hard, especially the the next day, you know, we come back, you know, we, the loss was hard enough. And then you you open up in the newspaper and that Yeah, you I know, ain't like that, man. Uh, I didn't the, like that. Hey, uh, 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 the, the headline was real. You know, did I drop the ball? When, when where where was I when when the team needed me most? And it was tough. It was tough to 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 own that. It was tough to own it. And I wanted to, you know, and one in fact, one guy, I'm like, this guy wasn't even a uh, a sports writer who wrote the story. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. He just talking I want, crazy. Yeah, I just wanted to write him back, and I'm I pull I, I'm pulling out the paper. And I wanted to write him back and let him know well, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done for these boys all these years since they were 10, 11 years old. What we've been through, what what we've done together. You, how can you say that? Where was I? And and you know, my son Drew says to me. He says, Dad, don't don't do that. He says, Let's just show him. Again, in that moment having that voice and being able to hear it, mm. being able to hear it because I was caught up in a, this guy doesn't know who I am and what I've been through and what I've done for those boys, but it wasn't even important. It, what was most important was, let's be real about this. There were some things that you did wrong. You got to, you, there was a hey, decisions create environment. Yeah. yeah, even though my intentions, wait, hey, I, hey, I had to own it. Yeah. And once I owned it, then I went back with the boys. I said, look, hey, I got caught up. The, hey, we're going, we're going to turn this thing around, and this is the destiny, and this is how it's going to go. And you can either get on board with me, and I, you know, or you can go. Yeah. Because, but we're going to do this a different way. But those guys, they understood that they had let something slip away. Because we had been talking about winning the national championship since they were 11 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, in, in the chapter um, chapter 8, Make Lemonade, you talked about Brown's <laughs> suspension mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. But again, it was so crazy to relive it. Yeah. I, I remember seeing Brown on the Akron Beacon Journal. They had him on there with his jersey. It was it was a spectacle, yes. to, to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. At any point in time, like back then, did you ever feel like they were like railroading real, real, real you because you was a black coach with a majority black team? And like... This is early 2000s, like, you know what I'm saying? These dudes had tats, but they still had to, like, cover their tats. Like, this is this is a completely different time than the social media era. This is 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's a different time. Yes. So at any point in time, did you feel like there was, like, it was a lot of racial components going on in, in the know, media slander? Oh, you know, you know that's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be there because, let's be real, hey, they control that. Mm-hmm. They control that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was telling Bron, you know, at the time, I said, look, you know, uh, you know, You've been built up pretty big, but you know, understand, understand, you know, there's there's some people out there waiting and understanding, wanting you to fall. Yeah. In fact, there was the the plain dealer had a reporter, and that reporter's job was this all can't be all good. Find <laughs> the dirt. That was yeah. about find yeah. the dirt. Yeah. And yeah. you know, when the the Jersey thing happened, she was the one. And she had been going around talking to a whole bunch of different people in the AAU circuit. And we had some people who didn't like us because uh, of, you know, you know, the notoriety we was getting. And, yeah. and, and one of those guys shared 
what had happened. Mm. And that's how all that stuff happened with the jerseys. But, you know, hey, so, you know, that senior year and, you know, feel like, okay, oh, wow, they, you know, they trying to take us down, you know, uh, we're number one team in the country. Braun got to sit down. Uh, the, hey, the, the, hey, the, the chatter out there, they can't win without Braun. And I'm like, wait a second, y'all don't understand. We could have won a state championship with this group without LeBron James. Y'all yep. don't get, yep. y'all wasn't giving up guys was a good their team. props. Yeah, they yeah. wasn't getting their props. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, those two games we had to play without Braun, hey, of course you want him to play. Mm-hmm. But he didn't play. He was the biggest cheerleader on the bench. But we won him. We won him big. And, uh, and then when he comes back, you know, the next game he came back, it was funny. You know, we were something, right? Yeah. Like 52. <laughs> right. And it, you know, I go to pull him out the game, you know, and Drew looks at me and said, Dad, let him get 50. I said, get 50? What are you talking about? I look up at the score, he had like 48. Oh, you didn't even know what he was feeling <laughs> I didn't even like know. That. I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, that's that, that's that's crazy, man. And, like, so ultimately, y'all going to, to win state the next mm-hmm. year, winning national title. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> history history is written. Brian yeah. becomes who, who Brian is. Yes. Um. And, and 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 again, man, like it's crazy looking back on it, and like yeah, seeing seeing it relive today, people was like, okay, well, obviously he was gonna be who he was, but like, Brian has exceeded every expectation on the court, off the court, just all all, all across the board. Um, how much do you believe that we are taking Brian for granted, and like, how much are people gonna miss him when he is done? Because Man, when it's all said and done, Brian Libel to have all the rec- all all the records. <laughs> he may have five or six more, you know what I'm saying? Five right. or six chips all together. Mm-hmm. Play 20 plus years, mm-hmm. a few different organizations. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be unmatchable, you right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. how how much do you think people really take him for granted? You know, when you consider this and 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 Dr. J said it to be the best way. And he said, "Look, look." He said, uh that's, he, he, they was talking about the, the comparison, Michael and Braun and Kobe. You know, was, he said, wait, he said, look. He said, this man has, take, has been to the final, you know, like nine out of ten years or ten straight years. He said, that's like going to ten straight Super Bowls. Right, right. Who done that? Yeah. Ain't nobody done yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, he, he, you know, he put it in perspective, and that's, that's how it is. I mean, oh, are we going to miss him? Yeah, because, you know, he – you know what I what what's most important and what people don't understand, they just think, oh, he's just blessed with this athleticism. There's a whole bunch of guys who may be a little more athletic than him, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it's it's the work. Hmm. There's no there's no substitute for the work. Yeah, I've been around him since he was young, and when he you know and how he takes care of his body now, the things he does. I had the privilege when. Uh, the documentary came out. I have the privilege of traveling around the world with him. And I tell people all the time, everywhere we went, China, France, England, he always found a gym. Mm. They always, he always put in the work. Always, always. And, you know, a lot of guys, you know, get to the league, hey, the season's over. Hey, they ain't going to do nothing until training camp. Right. That ain't him. Right. That ain't him. Right. You know, and he understood, uh, he understands, so, you know, what we talked about as kids. That you know you speak realities into existence, and you you don't be afraid to say things. When we, when they were young kids, I told them they were eleven years old. Tell walk around, tell people we're gonna win a national championship. Mm, mm. We're gonna win a national championship. And they were saying that stuff. Like Bron say now, you know, uh, I, I want to be the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. and that's what hey, that's what you do. You 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 say it, but then you got to work at it and understand. And you know, hey, you know, bottom line, 
what you don't make it you don't you don't become that <laughs> right. well you know hey right. it's, it's like the old hey what's the old saying yeah you shoot for the uh, you shoot for the stars uh, you shoot for the stars at least you're going to end up in the sky exactly <laughs> yeah, which so. is a amazing result right you know what i'm right. saying <laughs> like that's but, still yeah and the other thing about braun is the great thing about him is he was not that guy who had to go through all the negative to understand this is negative and i don't need to do this mm. he was able to look from the outside and see what this person did where this person failed this like I don't, I don't need, yeah. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I don't need to, yeah. I don't need to experience that kind of failure, off off the court to understand how precious it is that I have this opportunity on the court. Mm-hmm. So he's done those kind of things and and kept that side of his life together. And you know, um, you know, when you think about it, hey, this he come from, you know, his mom, a love glow to death, but yeah, he's, you know, single parent. Single parent. He, he didn't have, you know, there was no father figure around him. Yeah, you know? he came from the real struggle, man. That's it. And to be the kind of dad that he is, that, you know, to, uh, you know, to be the husband and the father. Those are that's, those are those are the things that are important. Those are the things that you know uh, we need to understand that are you know big to me are bigger than the basketball. Mm-hmm. I had the I had the the privilege of uh, when he won the second Maxwell Award in in high school. Uh, to go to Atlanta where they, you know, they give out the award and I got to introduce him. And I, I said in those, in that moment and, you know, and, and Hey, I don't know whether I was uh, being prophetic, but you know, I just believed it. And I, and I still do that. I said, Hey, he's going to do greater things outside of basketball than he's going to do in basketball. That's what I believed about him. And I, I speak that about him all the time. And, and that's what he continues to do. And, and, you know, those are, you know, those are the things that, that means something to me, you know, the, you know, the, I promise school, you know, all the things that he's, you know, he's doing, you know, uh, with, uh, his, his podcast, you know, the, uh, uninterrupted and all those things, those things are giving a voice to some people who never have that kind of a voice and, 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 and telling stories, letting them tell their own stories and let it, instead of having someone else tell the story for them. Brian only 36. Right. Like he's still young. You know, <laughs> right. in, in the grand scheme of life, he's still a young dude. Dang. Although he's a veteran player, he's young and he's still he's uh-huh. man, it's I, I'm I'm of the belief that, man, greatness becomes boring. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After a while, like, you know what I'm saying? It's so easy to nitpick greatness. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like it's it's much harder to just be in the moment and just appreciate how amazing it really is yeah you know a lot a lot of times you know you know people even in your own life you, you know you, you know sometimes you 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 get so caught up in all the things that are out of your control mm-hmm. and you 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 miss out on those things that are yep. in your control those precious moments yep. and, hey i you know I'm, I'm like i said i'm a firm believer you know hey chase your dream mm-hmm. chase it go ahead chase it hey Hey, if it doesn't happen, uh, keep chasing. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Just mm-hmm. keep keep chasing, and you know that's what that's what's most important right now, and for all of our lives, is that you know uh, that you you have a dream, and hey, when you accomplish that one, hey, hey, uh, the Creator will give you another yeah, one, and yeah. and then you want to go hey chase that one, yeah. and you get that one, he give you another one, you yeah. know. So that's 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 how life is, man. You ultimately. End up leaving corporate America yes. in 06, mm-hmm. Start the the AAU tournament full mm-hmm. time. But man, you are you are you a family man? You a husband? You got children? I think you even got grandchildren at this time. Mm-hmm. So you trans you have career transitions 
at a later point in life. Yeah. Like, which is a, a lot of people would say, man, I'm I, for what? I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but you stepped out on faith again yeah. mm-hmm. and did it speak to like the, you know, speak to the, the intention of face, facing a fear and doing that. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it was all about, you know, uh, just, you know, trusting your heart, doing what, what, you know, uh, Doing what I loved, I, you know, I had fallen in love with the coaching. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do it full time, and, and, and you know, I had to figure out a way that I could could do it. And you know, uh, so th- you know, those were you know, that was the driving force that you know, I, I, because I I understood my purpose and mm-hmm. I understand my purpose, and it, my purpose is about helping boys grow into men. Mm. It's the basketball is just a tool. Yeah, you know, people, you know, it's people when people get to know me. They, 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 so, you know, some of my friends are like, well, you don't even watch that much basketball. <laughs> and I, I don't. Mm-hmm. But that's because basketball is a tool for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now, trust me, get, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm studying. <laughs> you put I'm that studying. Work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to put my work yeah, in. No I'm, hey, I'm going to be the best at this I can be. <laughs> no doubt. But I'm not going to be that guy who has to sit up and watch hey, 24 7 all the time. That's not, hey, that's not who I am. There's other things in life that, are important to me, but you know, you know, so uh, you know, it, it's it, it's you know, seeing some young men, you know, twenty, you know, now 10, 12, 15 years now down the road, you know, now you can see if you really had an impact. Mm-hmm. A guy fresh out of high school, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, but you know, I always tell people, give me. Hey, give a player of mine 10 years, and then I can look back and say, okay, you know, not just me, but my, me and my staff and the people around us, we had a we had an impact. And, you, you know, we, we've been seeing it, you know. And, the, and so it, it's a great thing when you, when you understand your purpose. It's not about you don't go to work anymore. You know, that's not work. It, it, it's, it's, what, it's your livelihood. It's, it, it's what gives you energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what coaching is for me. It's my purpose. And, and you know, the purpose, I, it, you know, basketball just happens to be the tool. The purpose is raising you know, boys, helping boys understand how to be a man, yeah. what it is to be uh, a responsible individual, yeah. you know, and, you know, and, hey, and encouraging them to, to, to not just accept what life throws at them, you know, to, to have a dream. You know, I, I went to speak to some kids not too long ago in a middle school in Mansfield, and, and, I, and I asked them, and, you know, I said, well, how many of y'all got a dream? Hmm. What's your dream? And to sit there, and none of them raised their hand, and it hurt my heart. You know, I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. No, no, you, 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 you know, you, you, can't, you, you can't have... Uh, you can't live and not have a dream, right. because now you, you're not living. Right. You, there's 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 no there's nothing there's nothing pressing you forward. There's nothing for you to strive after. You know you just you know you just existing. Mm-hmm. That's not life. Mm-hmm. That's a waste of life. Mm-hmm. You every, we all got a dream, and you know hey the creator gives us a dream. Sometimes a lot of times we don't recognize it. Sometimes we push it aside because we think oh I can't make money doing that. So that you know. You know, uh, I'm not going to do that, you know, because, uh, you know, a, a, a podcast. What do you mean doing a podcast? Right, you, know? Right, <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But it ain't about the money. It's about understanding. Hey, I tell, I tell the guys, do what you love and the money will follow. The money follows. Yeah. yeah, do what you love, the money will follow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so important, man. I, I hope people really take that to heart, you know what I'm saying, and really 
take the value into that because that's I'm I'm a full full believer in that. Um yeah. I wanna I wanna switch gears a little bit. Okay, um uh, one of the reasons that I also wanted to have you here is because man, I wanna do I wanna do my own healing work with you and have a conversation with you okay. publicly that I've never really had. <laughs> um oh six oh seven <laughs> um for for those who do not know, um, I graduated from Copley High School, 07. Um, my senior year, we were undefeated, 21 and 0. Mm-hmm. And context, we had played St. V the two years previously, lost to y'all, got smacked by y'all in the playoffs two years previously. It's our senior year, mm-hmm. and we just knew this was our year, right? We just knew. We we played Glen Oak first game of the season, beat them. We just we just knew that this was our year. We lost to them. <laughs> we 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 knew we like all right. This is the year where we feel like down the line we got the talent, we got the experience. We just feel like this is our year to do it. Mm-hmm. We end up running into y'all. We end up losing, but there's some like there, again there's some context in this story that I, I believe. Looking back on it, I believe that that game was lost before we even played. And you told this story one time about how in the seating meeting, when the seat when you guys came up with the seatings, you said you guys had an option mm-hmm. of what side of the bracket you wanted to be on. Right. And you guys got the option to say, "Are oh, you want to go on the Copley bracket or whoever the other side was. Right, right. And you chose to come on our side. And I want to know and hear from you, from a basketball perspective, what made you so confident to do that and, like, be intentional about saying, no, we're not running from y'all. We coming to get y'all, and we coming to play y'all. Like, what, from a basketball standpoint, why did you do that? Exactly that. I just wanted to – I felt like, you know, I wanted everyone to understand that, okay, y'all were the big dog. We coming for the big dog. That's who we are. We coming after y'all. And it was so funny. I kind of sensed that in that meeting, your former head coach, Dana Addis, he wasn't expecting it at all. Mm -hmm. He wasn't expecting it at all. And and the look on his face told me, oh, he's not ready. You know, he's not ready. We lost right there. Yeah, yeah. I felt like in that moment, because, you know, in fact, we was going into the meeting, and, you know, Bookdale coach was there, and, mm-hmm. and you know, they was like, oh, you know, because everyone thought we I was going to go on the Bookdale side because mm-hmm. that's kind of how seeding goes. Mm-hmm. The top, the number one seed goes at the top. The, you know, the number two or three go at the other end, and you don't you don't really meet till the, the final. Yeah, and, yeah. And I just, I just felt like, uh, no, I'm going to go after them because, I, you know, I respected that y'all were good. Yeah. I wasn't that I, I disrespected, you know, because I hey y'all hey I know how y'all came up with my son, so I, I knew who y'all were. And, and so that's what's <laughs> it's that's what's so crazy about this story because it's so much. It was so much history within that game, right? Like we, I'm talking to Cam literally every week. How y'all do? Are y'all lost, man? We we won, bro. We, we you know what I'm saying? We you know we keeping up with each other. Mm-hmm. We it's a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. Moss played with you at AAU for years. Yes. Like, it was a lot of history on both sides. We all knew the players. We had friendships, relationships. Right. So it was a matchup that it was it was the inevitable, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And everybody, you know, I, and I think that 
you know, Dana was planning on it happening later on. Yep. And I said, no, we're going to make this happen earlier. Yep. And he wasn't ready. And I mean, it, it sounds so insignificant, but you know, nah, now, but it was, it was significant. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, you know, and, uh, going into the game, you know, uh, we just, you know, Hey, I, Hey, we had talked about it, you know, and you know, we, we just have that reputation in St. V and, you know, uh, and, you know, I felt like all the years, and we've always done this, we're going to play whoever it is. We're yeah. not running from anybody. If we get our butt beat, hey, it won't be because we didn't play. Mm-hmm. We're going to come after you. And, you know, so, you know, in, uh, in that game, it was a great game. It was mm-hmm. a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you know, you had kind of a big I came game. out killing. <laughs> I came out killing. I had 14 points, but I had 12 in the first quarter. <laughs> right. I scored two. Hey, I'm talking junk. I'm looking at the stands. I'm beating my chest. I just knew we was about to get a dub. Yeah. And it just it just didn't work out that mm-hmm. way. And I just – man, it's, it's, it's so crazy because after we – when we lost that game – when we lost that game, going back into the locker room, everybody broke down. Yeah. Like, everybody broke down except for me. Yeah. And I think, and granted, in the moment I didn't know, but I knew that, I knew what we just had just, even though we had lost, I knew we had a special year. Yeah. And I knew that it was over. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's a tough moment. It that's is. That's a tough moment it because, is. you know, and then hey, that's because you got to transition into the, to to the next part of your life and hey that the next week yeah you know the next week it was hey it wasn't like we were able to to complete the task yeah, nah, nah, but, hey the task yeah hey, the task for us was to win a state championship we had been to the final four the year before so it was about you know even though we graduated a, a, some number you know Marcus Johnson some really good players we felt like we should get back we yeah. always believed that but then the next week. We lost in the district final and to Ken Moore. To Ken Moore. And you know what? I got to live with this. Cameron, my son, having the game of his life. You ain't put him on the free throw line. Didn't put him on the free throw line. <laughs> At the end of the game, I went with, you know, what coaches do. I went with a, it was a technical foul. He was I'm your best free throw best shooter. Best free throw shooter. And all he had to do was make two. And he makes one. And he missed the other one. And then, you know, Hey, it goes into overtime. We don't get it done. And you know what? That's I think that's another reason why that loss hurt so bad. Because y'all lost the next, <laughs> next game. game. Right. <laughs> I'm like, man, y'all at least should have went ahead and won <laughs> districts. Right, exactly. Y'all lost the next, next game to a Kim Moore team that y'all was much better than. Mm-hmm. But it, it was that hey. that is one of the ones. Like that was that was a pivotal moment for me. Um, but I think early on in my life, I think I always had knew that. I was going to utilize basketball as a tool. You know what I'm saying? I I knew that my options of playing big time D1 Mm -hmm. or just continued on, it just wasn't going to be there. So I was able to accept it a little bit differently. But, man, I think about that game at least (laughs) once a month, man. Like, I have have literally vivid, (laughs) vivid reactions of just how crazy that crowd was. It was packed. Man, it was jumping in there, man. It was. It was. It was a great great game. I think y'all ended up winning by like 12. I think y'all pulled away the last few minutes. Um, But yeah, I just, when I look, when I look back on it, I'm like, man, they won that game before, before tip off even started, you know, because, and that's, and that's for everybody who says that coaching don't matter. That's why coaching matters. Oh, it, it does. Coaching is about the leadership, and it's, it's 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 believing enough in yourself that you can help the guys get through those those crucial moments when they don't believe. Yeah. And I I saw a, a chink in his armor mm-hmm. that 
oh, he don't believe, you know, and Couldn't I'm like, he did that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but hey, the next week it was tough on me because not only did Cameron's high school career end, Drew's college career end on the same day you know, in the so, same afternoon. It yeah. was tough, but you know, hey. Uh, hey, life goes on. Give you another dream. The creator give you another that's a dream. Fact. That's a fact. That, 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 that's a fact. It was uh, looking back on it. I needed that. You know what I'm saying? So we just, we just took it took it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, man. One of the one of my favorite chapters in in the book also is myth myth of the self made man. Yeah. Um, and you talk about finding mentorship in you know in outside places. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about how John Wooden was a big mentor for sure. you. Like, when did you kind of, like, learn that concept and understanding the power of finding mentorship um, in, in places, even if you don't have necessarily have a personal relationship, sure. there's still power in that? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, as I said, I'm a reader, and, I, you know, I was, hey, I was determined. Yeah, I could see that, you know, you know, Drew and LeBron and those guys, they, they were soaking up everything I knew. So, you know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be – to be able to help them along their journeys, they that, their their journeys, you know, they had this both at that point. Only the only journey was to, you know, to be a, a college basketball player, you know, uh, and I wanted to help them. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to be the best at this thing as I could be. And you know, hey, growing up as a as a as a young kid and into high school, hey, UCLA was the was it hey that was the team. Hey, yeah. John Wooden was the coach. Yeah. So I started reading some of his books and. You know, just the way he went about it, his demeanor on the sideline, you know, the the fact that he had a standard, you know, uh, that for uh, his team and and the players on the team, and you know, he he wouldn't he wouldn't lower that standard. It was always this is this is who we are at UCLA, and you're either going to be this, or you have to move on. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, and and, and so that that resonated with me because when I became the head coach uh you know years later I understood that hey I have to set a standard here mm-hmm. this isn't Keith Danbrock's program anymore I got to do this I got to find my own way and I understood going in I needed to have a standard so uh John Wooden uh you know uh you know there's so many things that you know I I appreciated about uh his life and I can remember uh when I'm reading you know, the team was getting good with Braun and Drew and them. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, 11, 12 years old. And I can remember taping this uh, this little saying on the, the dashboard uh, of the car because, you know, we driving back and forth to Cleveland to practice because, you know, we couldn't find no practice yeah. place down here in, in, in Akron. Mm-hmm. But in Cleveland, we get some free practice time. Right. But we spent a lot of time in the car driving back and forth. And, and the, the saying was, um, uh, talent is God-given, be thankful, fame is man given? Be humble. Hmm. Conceit is self given. Be careful. Hmm. So I wanted those guys to understand that, and I we talked about it as with, as young kids. Like, hey, y'all, y'all star is rising, but don't think too highly of yourself. Understand that this is you're you're part of something that's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And if you take that attitude and you understand that this is bigger than me, then good things can you can make some good things out of it. So, but the, you know. But you know, again, John Wooden, uh, Keith Danbrot was a a great mentor. He's you know, hey, hey, he's a college coach, right? And you know, hey, so I'm, hey, I had the privilege of under watching him for two years under him. Uh, you know, Bishop Joey Johnson is near and dear to my heart because as a a black man who started a church in his in his house mm-hmm. with four people, yeah, and then you know, you, you see the campus here in Akron, his biggest. One of the biggest churches here in Akron, you know, at, at at its peak 
was, you know, 2,000 members on a Sunday, you know, uh, just how he went about it and, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, that he was always prepared. He mm -hmm. was always that, that kind of, the, the kind of leader that you could look at. It wasn't like he, he did any, he wasn't shooting anything, shooting from the hip. He was, you know, he cared. He was honest. You know, he, he didn't have something going on on the side that, you know, was, you know, uh, that those things happened. You know, it wasn't, yeah. that wasn't him. And yeah. you could look up to him and I was like, wow, I just looked at what he built. Mm -hmm. Look at how you built this thing. And you, and you saw, you know, just little things that everything that we did was first class. Yeah. And he wouldn't let, he would never let anything, let us do anything that wasn't of the highest standard. And he always talks about, we serve a God of excellence. We need to give excellence back to him. And I still talk to my players about that even to this day. That, hey, we're going, we're going to be excellent in whatever we do. All right? And, you know, excellence is something that you can never achieve, so you can always keep striving. Yep. You can always keep striving. And that's yep. what we talk about. So, yeah, those, you know, those people are, 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 have been impactful in my life. Those, you know, people who are, you know, and I never met John Wooden, but mm -hmm. I read enough of him that yeah. I feel like I knew him. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, but, uh, and, uh, so, uh, but that's important. You, you, you need, you, you need uh, that voice. You need the, those people around you that you can aspire to be like. Yeah. You know, that's the, those are those are those are good things. I'm sure that there's some uh, you know people in the media who you uh, yeah. want to aspire 100%. to be like. Yeah, and 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 that's good. And you know, so those are uh, you know those are uh, uh, those are great opportunities to to you know. Uh, to learn from, you know, people who have been there in front of you. And, you know, that's one thing, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, my wife sometimes, you know, she, she says, why are you sharing all that stuff with those coaches? They're going to try to be, they're going to they're right. try to institute your program. Yeah. I say, I'm at that point in my life. I have to share. I have to mm -hmm. give back. Mm -hmm. I have to. Yeah. This is no question of I have to yeah, give you, back. Yeah, you can't keep it all yeah. for yourself. No, you yeah. know, and it's, it, it's not mine anyway right. to keep. So, hey, uh, you know, I have to give back, and because it was given to me, I, I have to give back. Yeah, one thing that I that I take from you, and especially like even just listening to you speak, you know, today is that like you have a lot of um, healthy and successful habits and like rituals. You know, even in the book, man, you start you talked about you know starting your day with meditation, and you were talking about affirmations today. Mm -hmm. Like you have a lot of like foundational things that I think that you would you know say that ultimately helps lead you to success. Mm. Was that something that was kind of instilled in you as a kid or did you have to like find that in, in your journey throughout your life? Yeah, it's been, it's been a part of the journey. Yeah. It's been a part of the journey, you know, uh, some of it, you know, is, you know, those understanding those mentors, watching people, seeing what people are, are doing. And then, you know, uh, reading, you know, uh, uh it's, it's funny that, um, I was preparing to become the, you know, the head coach of St. Vincent St. Mary that first year. And, uh, as I was saying, I, I had to establish the program. I knew I needed to have a standard. Mm -hmm. And I was reading this uh, basketball or something, hoops, uh, winning hoops or something like that. I don't even remember the name of it. It was sharing a story of this guy in uh, Oregon, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And he was just starting the program, and he had these principles that he was going to found his principle. And I'm reading this, and it felt like he was talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, these are the principles I'm going to – found our program on right. and that's what hey our program you go into the locker room they're, they're on the wall and I'm hey that's how we start every season it's not about just uh, it's not about recognizing this and reading it and we have a little ritual where we touch it but I said no 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 I want you to become this mm -hmm. I want you to become 
uh, you know, I want you to have some humility. Yep. I want <clears> you to <throat> understand what unity truly means. Mm-hmm. I want you to uh, understand discipline and mm-hmm. servanthood mm-hmm. and integrity. And you got to have passion. So, you know, those are the things that are important. And we, you know, when we, I want you to strive to be that and become those things. And I said, if you become those things, then you become the man and that I want you to be. And, you know, ultimately you become the man that God wants you to be because that's even bigger than what I want. Yeah. And then you, you can do great things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Well, listen, um, one of my last questions before I get you out of here, man, um, listen, coming off another state title win, I don't know if how long you play, you know what I'm saying, if you want to continue to continue to go for another 20 years. Um, but the, the talk in the street, man, is that, you know, you are the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? And I want to hear from you. Do you consider yourself the GOAT? No, I'm 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 just a laborer in the venue. Okay, yeah. all right. You be a humble. You be a humble, man. Hey, I, I, I you know, the, I, I let the, the the body of work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna keep working, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm appreciative that people want to put me in that category. Um, but you know, I think it's important that uh, I recognize that I got people helping me. I got good coaches. Uh, and hey, let's be real about it. You know, uh, it's, it's more about the Jimmy's and the Joe's than the X's and the O's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so, yeah, that's a fact. Hey, it's hey, talent. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I've had great players. <clears throat> you know, we had a great, uh, team this year, you know, Hey, Malachi Brandon's Mr. Yeah. Basketball. And, mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, th- those are, those are great things. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep understanding that what my purpose is and not lose sight of my purpose. And that's help boys grow into men. And if, if at some point someone wants to put that on me, then, hey, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'll be thankful that they, they, they didn't say something uh, uh, negative could about me. Worse. Yeah, it could right. have been worse. Right, but, right. Uh, hey, and, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep working. I'm going to keep working that, you know, uh, I don't think that, honestly, um, you know, my time is done yet. Uh, you know, I got to, uh, you know, the, you know the, hey, the kids help keep me young, <laughs> yeah. you know, so uh, I'm, I'll be 66 this July. Um, uh, you know, I don't even want to put a number on it because every time, every time I put a number on it, the number don't work. Right, you know? right, right, <laughs> the right, number right, don't right. work. So I'm gonna keep going. And hey, uh, you know, um, you know, the creator, the creator always helps you understand when to close a chapter in your life if you listen. And uh, I've I, I understood when to close that chapter with LeBron in high school. I, I you know. And, you know, Bron said to me, oh, Coach, are you coming with me? You're going to the – I'm like, well, to do what? Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I'm thankful he wanted me to be, be involved. Mm-hmm. But the creator made it very clear to me that this isn't where you – this isn't for you. There's a there, – your journey is different. Mm-hmm. And so I've stayed on my journey. And when uh, that made – when it's made clear to me that, uh, okay, it's time to end this, then we'll end it and – We'll keep moving on. There'll be something else out here for uh, an old man to do, and you know we'll we'll enjoy that, whatever that might be. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, listen, man, Coach Drew, thank you so much for coming, man. I really appreciate it. I don't take this for granted. Um, I appreciate your time. Um, it's crazy, man, because like locally, locally, depending on who I'm talking to. I'm not repping St. V because I still got that. I still got that sour taste in my mouth. I'm gonna keep it real to you. I'm gonna tell you to your face. I'm gonna hey, keep it real. It's, hey, it's, all, but, it's understood. But, but out of out of town, though, 
I'm riding with y'all. You know what I'm saying? If anybody ever, especially in Cleveland, I'm I'm, I'm riding with y'all. Yeah, well. Can't nobody say nothing bad to me about Coach Drew St. V, the program, nothing. Yeah, period. I'm, well. I'm 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 riding with y'all. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah no, no doubt. Do. I'm, I'm, do. I'm, I'm I'm riding with y'all. Um, but thank you though. I re- I really appreciate no, this. Um, you. one of the things I do to close it out, man, I have like a few uh, rapid questions that I ask. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll go ahead and close you out. So the first question is, man, what are your? You know, you spoke to this a couple different times about having you know new chapters start. The creators putting new things in your life um, to set new goals and things like that. What are your goals? Just kind of going forward. What is your ten year idea plan? Being in your sixties today, what what are your goals going forward? Wow, that, that that's great. <laughs> but no, uh, to you know, to continue to 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 strive to be uh, the best man that I can be. You know, I, I you know, there's you know, hey, there's some things that you know I can be better at. As a coach, there's things I can grow. I can still do better. I can I, so there's always <clears throat> growth, uh, but um, and you know to keep uh, having a, uh, an impact. I, you know, I, I honestly I believe that coaching is a sacred responsibility. I, I, I do. I get to pour my life into the lives of young men at a very impactful age. So uh, that's 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 important to me, yeah. and I want to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. What are your What are your intentions for for, for, for this year? What are your intentions? Oh, we gonna win state championship. Man. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah. y'all we, coming we, back? Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> hey, we don't lower the standard. No, no. Hey, you know, hey, there's only one thing. You gonna be? Hey, we gonna lace them up and play. And uh, you know, uh, if you want to, if it's uh, talking about wins and losses. Hey, we want to win the last game. Yeah. Hey, I can lose all of them, but let me win the last all one. Right. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Keep the main thing the main thing. I'm not mad at that. Um, what, what, what is your purpose, and how is that connected to what you're currently yeah. doing today? Yeah, as I said many times, my purpose is helping boys grow in their man. I, I, you know, uh, I, 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 I've been blessed to have an opportunity to be involved with young people, and uh, you know, you know, and and to know that you know this is what I'm to be doing. When you understand your purpose, like I said earlier, you don't be going to work. You, you know, you, you know, you just live in your life. Mm-hmm. So I'm living my life. I'm living my life. This is, this, I feel good about it. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, is, is can it be taxing? Can it be tough? Oh, for sure. But you know, that doesn't, just cause you found your purpose doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is your what is your weakness or something that you want to continue to like sure. work on? Oh, for sure, for certain, you know, uh, you know, I, I think the the biggest issue with me is uh, I'm, you know, my wife, you know, she's, you know, bless her, you know, but she uh, she helps me to understand that sometimes I struggle with the worth, uh, you know, I've been blessed in a, a lot of ways and sometimes I struggle with uh, why me, you mm. know, mm. And, 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 you know, uh, so I, I have some struggles, you know, at times just understanding the, that, you know, I've been Feeling placed, worthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and have that worthiness that, you know, so, uh, but, and, and then I also know that, Hey, um, you know, there's, you know, uh, I, hey, I can keep growing. I, you know, I don't ever want to stop growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what's something about you that people would be surprised to know? Oh boy, that you know <laughs> that uh, I love football more than basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Browns about to get to it this year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, I mean, like I said, uh, coaching high school basketball is a tool, and I want to be the best at whatever I do. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best coach. Mm-hmm. I, I do, mm-hmm. but basketball. Football is still, you know, 
I, 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 you know, I get, I can, you know, the Cavs lose a game. We even when yeah, Bron was here, the Browns is different. Yeah, yeah, with the Browns is a little, hey, it's, it's a little different. I get, I'm, hey, and, and that's a weakness. I need to get, I need to, I need to be able to, I need to be able to separate myself from it, but I can't. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's that, that's that's a tough one. Me and my granddad still more the Browns. It's it's, it's it's a tough one. When you from this area, right? It's it's, it's no way no way around that. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 scares you? Oh man, you know what scares me. Um, uh, not, not being the good soldier, hmm. you know, not that I have to be perfect, but I, I just want, I guess, you know, uh, the scripture says, you know, you know, you want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Hmm. I guess I, I, I guess I want to hear that. Hmm. So, you know, there's some things that, you know, I know that, Hey, what because of who I am and maybe some attitudes that I got, will it stop? Will I not hear that? So that scares me. I wanna, I wanna hear. Well done. Yeah, yeah. What is your What is your favorite quote or favorite scripture? Favorite scripture. Uh, <laughs> the favorite scripture is, uh, you know, that's that's so wild. I'm having one of those. I'm having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Okay. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Powerful, powerful. Um, what's the best advice you ever received? Oh, the best advice I ever received is that um, life is a journey. All right? It, it's, a, it, it's a journey, and and, and to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, for for a while, you know, you get caught up in the goal and the fi- the find the finished product. And I, you know, but you know, it, you know, early on, I, it, you know, it was shared. You know, just enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. the journey. You know, it, the, the journey. Those are the special moments. You know, you know, I think about some of the the, the great, th- uh, you know, times with teams and players. And it's usually not that championship game. It's something else that happened along the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you could pick up the phone and call your 20-year-old self, knowing what you know today, Ooh, what would you tell yourself? Oh, boy. Oh, you <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> hey. what, what, would you, what would you tell a, a, a young Drew Joyce, man? What, you know what, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself, because this is one of the things that, you know, we've been blessed. And, you know, I, I would tell myself to – better understand how money works hmm. because I, that was, you know, I, I grew up, you know, we were, you know, Hey, we were, you know, Hey, we were poor. Now I understand we were poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, you know, they had, you know, my father was a custodian mm-hmm. and a janitor, mm-hmm. you know, my mother was a day worker. She mm-hmm. cleaned rich white folks right, homes, right, you know, right. but uh, I never understood money, not the way that to grow it, to, to be able to, cause I, you know, there's so many things I love to be able to, to do, but I, I never accumulated large the, the kind of money, uh, you know. Hey, I've been good spending it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, yeah. So I've been able to spend it. But I, I think that um, uh, I would, you know, want to to recognize the value of understanding how money works, mm-hmm. because you know then you could do some you could give back in a greater way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's powerful. <laughs> when you when you learn how money works and you 
utilize your money to allow it to work for you, you can buy some of your time back, yeah. which ultimately gives you freedom. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's yeah. that that that's that that's very powerful. Um, listen, I know you got the um the tournament coming up in June. Anything yes. else that you have coming up, man? That you want to just kind of tell people to point point them to anything like that? No, the June is a is a you know hey this is another faith walk. You know we we trying something we've never done at yeah. a time of the year that we're not sure of, but we we're, we're trusting and believing. And I got hey I got my son-in-law and his wife. They're helping me in a big way. They, they're supporting it, especially Devin, my daughter-in-law. She's, oh, she's out front. Yeah, she's out front. She's, hey, Devin's a great worker, and yeah. she, she, hey, she makes stuff happen. Yeah, she yeah, makes yeah, stuff yeah, happen. Yeah, no, that's so a fact. She, uh, so she's working hard. So, hey, the June 25th through the 27th is a great – it's going to be a great event. Downtown Cleveland in the convention center, we're going to bring in 18 courts under one roof, and it's going to be a, a festival – uh, on the, that Friday, the 25th, to celebrate uh, the, the announcement of Cleveland next year being in 2020, 2022 hosting the NBA All Star Weekend. Nope. So yeah, so nope. we're going to nope. use our event to 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 get that word out about that and Wonderful. hey, be great basketball. We want you know we're trying to bring the best uh, some of the best players and teams in the uh, in the the area, but definitely uh, around the. You know the five uh, uh, states, and hey, uh, honestly, if, if if it wasn't for COVID, we, I'm sure we'd get a bunch of teams from Canada too. Yeah, yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt, no doubt. Well, listen, man, Coach Drew, thank you again, man. I appreciate your time. Wonderful book. I thank appreciate you. this book. Um, for those of you who have not read it, it's called Beyond Championships, uh, forward by LeBron James, a playbook for winning at life. Coach Drew Joyce the second. Um, man, one of the things that we do to close out the show is um, we lobby for one of my inspirations sure. to to be on the show. His name is Charlemagne the Guy. He is a radio personality um, in, in New, based out of New York, but he's doing a lot of spectacular things in the, um, in the podcast space. He has his own podcast network. Yeah. Podcasting is going to continue to grow. Um, for yeah. those of the people who do know, podcasting is slowly but surely um, becoming a powerful player just in the world of media, um, from audio, visually as sure. well. Um, and he's one of the biggest power brokers in in, in that space. Yeah. Um, so if you could, man, look in that camera yes. and tell Mr. Charlemagne the God why he should be a guest on the Live Your Purpose podcast. Charlemagne the God, do the right thing. Come <laughs> help this young brother out who's got a who, who's got a vision, who's got a, a, a purpose, and he calls it Live the Purpose. Mm-hmm. Live your purpose, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne the God. Come on, do the right thing. Let's do be it. On his, be on his show. Yes, All sir. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Again, man, thank you, Coach Drew. I appreciate it. Darrell, man, good looking out, man. I appreciate my team. Thank you. Um, LYP, man, continue to support the movement. Continue to support the brand. We coming to do big things. Another episode in the books. Leave your purpose podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>